from Luke 21. As he looked up, Jesus saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. He also saw a poor widow put in two very small copper coins. I tell you the truth, he said, this poor widow has put in more than all the others. All these people gave their gifts out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. This is the word of the Lord. It's a very interesting statement, wasn't it, of Jesus? She, out of her poverty, gave all that she had. She was just a poor girl, but her heart was rich. Her purse was empty, but her heart was full. And she gave sacrificially. I remember the words of King David in one of his psalms. He said, talked about his own heart for giving. And he said, Will I give to the Lord that which costs me nothing? He recognized that it could terribly easy to give out of the leftovers or his wealth. And it wouldn't make any difference to his life at all. That his desire was to give to the place where he couldn't, he noticed the difference because he wanted it to be something that cost him because Christ himself gave everything and cost his, it cost his life for us. So, Jesus' eyes could see the heart of that poor widow and he could see her willingness to give out of her poverty. And that reminds us of some words that we looked at earlier in this series on giving in grace from 2 Corinthians 8 that Nigel spoke on. And if you want to hear it again, you can see it in some of our recorded sermons online. And Paul said in 2 Corinthians 8, if the willingness is there, the gift is acceptable according to what one has, not according to what one doesn't have. If the willingness is there, that's the key thing. And the rich people were finding it very difficult to give in the way that Jesus had in mind. The Pharisees, rich there, they seemed to be prisoners to greed, whereas the widow had a heart that was freed from greed. And it was freed from greed by grace. And I wonder how that widow's heart came to be freed from greed. And it may be and this is pure conjecture, but simply because she was a widow, she had learnt through the trauma and tragedy of losing her husband to let go in a way that those of us who haven't perhaps experienced bereavement of somebody really close can't as easily learn. She'd learned to let go, and the freedom that comes from letting go enabled her to trust that the God who provides for all things spiritually and materially can be trusted every step of the way. And I believe one of the things God is doing here in Christchurch and in our community is teaching us to trust. Teaching us to trust. 
I was with Tom and Rosie Bryden in hospital uh, just earlier this week. And Tom is awaiting a heart operation. He's first on the list tomorrow morning. We've just had a text to say that Tom had a fall earlier on uh, last night, I think it was. And he is in a very, very poor condition in hospital at this time and really needs our prayers. He's really quite critical. But you know, when I spoke to Tom in hospital and to Rosie, he said, this is deepening our faith. This is teaching us to trust. This is kindling our hope because they're relying on God in a way they've never done before. They're learning what it means to let go of trying to control it themselves and letting God have his way. Maybe that's what had happened to this poor widow to release her heart into joyful and generous giving. Maybe the fact that she'd become poor and because she's losing her breadwinner meant that she learnt, was learning to depend on God far more than her husband. She had trust for tomorrow, recognizing that storing up riches for oneself is a futile thing because, as Jesus said in his parable of the rich fool, well, tomorrow you might die, and then who would have all your wealth? She was learning what St. Paul said, my grace is sufficient for you. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Maybe she was familiar with those words. And she was able to have a heart that was starting to worship God in a way she'd never done before. Blessed be the name of the Lord. A worship, a heart that is set free to worship. Because giving itself is an act of worship and a response to God's grace. It is amazing grace. A grace that is so big that it can only be received thankfully and so amazing that it frees us to give joyfully. We can learn the joy of giving as it were a pattern for our life that we are receiving and giving in grace. The joy of living by giving is something that that widow was able to exemplify. And Jesus commended her. May we pray that God's grace may release us more and more as we learn to depend on him through all the tough times in life and discover that his grace really is amazing, even at the point of death. We're going to sing of that amazing grace now in a moment. So let's just pray for a, a second as we consider the significance of God's grace toward us in Jesus. Father, we are overwhelmed by your love for us, that you would give us so much. We pray that you would give us thankful hearts, hearts that are released from greed of any kind and released into trusting you as we rejoice in all that you've done for us. 
In Jesus' name, amen.